This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 167. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Hey there, Spapreneurs. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of this podcast. My name is Ramona Rice, the founder of Spapreneur and the CEO of De-Stress Express Massage Therapy. And as the CEO of De-Stress Express Massage Therapy, I am inviting you to come visit us September 22nd through the 24th. We are having Spapreneur live here at De-Stress Express inside our beautiful Amber D room named after my favorite profit first professional, Amber Duggar. Um, I'm not kidding. This is going to be an amazing session with um, we are going to go over things like how to deal with the lead therapist, how to hire. We're going to be spending an afternoon actually doing your entire marketing calendar for the rest of 2021 and 2022 hands on with me to get like feedback um, to get that done. You're going to get spa services, lunch and breakfast. Um, and then I do have a VIP option. I very limited if if I have any when this episode airs um, option where that's actually a full day with me and um, four other spapreneurs. We we will be diving really deeply into your business. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So again, uh, head over to spapreneur.com for slash 167 to get all the details of this episode and Spapreneur Live. So this is the final episode in my excuses series, the five excuses that are common with a lot of business owners and spapreneurs. And I've saved my favorite one for last. And this is the excuse of, I don't have money. Okay, let's dive into this. First off, what is rule number one, spapreneurs? That's right. Don't fuck with the money. Okay. So here's a newsflash for you, spapreneurs. In the spapreneur universe, in the regular universe, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in the multiverse, whichever verse you're in, um, most small business owners start out with little or no money. Now, there are those few who, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a business owner. And, you know, they've got plenty of money because they had family, but business or things like that. Like even me saying that I started de-stress would be a lie because I have inherited it from my mother and I've helped build it, of course. But I did get a leg up on that. So I'm very clear about that. But with Spapreneur, I started out with like no money for Spapreneur, like literally no money because my husband had died and I had no money coming in. It was a really stressful time. But that's okay. According to the U.S. Small Business Administration, most micro businesses start around a $3,000 investment. Okay. So most small businesses, micro businesses, and most of you who are like one room shops, you're a micro business. So you're starting out with about $3,000. And for some of you, you're like, oh my God, I wish I had $3,000. Wow. What could I do with $3,000? I get it. I do. But there's a reason the term bootstrap in business is the most common term because all of us have had to hang on by our bootstraps and go, okay, how am I going to do the things I need to do with with the money I have? So here's, here's the thing. Every business has a finite amount of money. There is no such thing as an endless stream of money. It's not possible. I don't care who you're talking to. Um, even Scrooge McDuck on DuckTales only had so much money. 
And because of this, because of this, you first need to recognize, okay, money is a finite resource, just like time. We only have so much time in the day. We only have so, and honestly, everybody only has so much money in the day. And for certain things, it, it's amazing to me. Like for example, you know, I've talked about when I first got the service and I love it, Demand Force for my day spa, it was really expensive for us. Now I don't think about that payment because it brings in so much money. That investment brings in so much money. So as your business grows, the things that you used to think were really expensive, you're like, oh, that's nothing now. And, and it's kind of a smugness that happens. So I realized that for a lot of you listening to the show, you're on very different levels of this spectrum where some of you are like, oh, $1,000, no, but $3,000 is no big deal. And for some of you are like, oh my God, I wish I had 3000 So I want to be really clear about this. Okay. So I'm going to be talking in very general terms. Try to apply it the way it works for you. The podcast is very general. If you want something very specific for you, reach out to me and I'm happy to do a, a call about this with you one-on-one for free. Okay. So you have to first get money focused when you when you're like I don't have any money. You have to get money focused. Money is my favorite thing. Like, can I, I just be really honest with y'all, spapreneurs? Money is my favorite thing because money affords my lifestyle. Um, you know, it's like the Parks and Rec where um, you know Je- Jessica Wicks is like, you know, money brings my lifestyle. Leslie doesn't bring my lifestyle. Okay, so money is an important tool. It is a tool. It is something we use to get the things we want. It's not an emotion. It's not like, oh, like I'm literally looking at $20 on my desk right now in an envelope and I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, there's Mr. Hamilton and oh, cool. Yes. The $10 founding fathers right there and, and $20 and I can do a lot with $20, right? I can invest it. I can um, spend it on something fun. I can buy a meal. I can donate it. I could burn this paper. I could, I'm not going to, um, but I could, I could burn this paper. I could um, put it in water, flush it down the toilet. There's a lot of things I can do with this. It's just paper. It's just money. And you have to, that's the first thing when it comes to a money mindset is you have to realize money is nothing but numbers. It's nothing but numbers. And it's just a matter of knowing how to use those numbers in a way that makes sense. So that's number one. The other thing is every dollar that comes into your business, into your home needs to have a job. The biggest mistake I have made in my past before working with Amber Duggar, and I want to be really clear, if you want to get the best money advice ever, go to ProfitForJoy.com, Google Amber Duggar, and you will find a wealth of information. So I'm going to be really clear. She's my expert for a reason um, because I love her and she makes money really she makes the emotion out of money really exciting. So all of a sudden it's like it's actually joyful to have profit and do things. Okay. So so <laughs> Every dollar that comes into your orbit needs to have a job. You can't just let it sit around. It needs to have a purpose. Even if that purpose is, hey, I'm going to park you in this bank account to earn interest on. Okay, it has a job. But that that's a big problem is a lot of times they're like, oh, I've got $3,000. I can spend $3,000. It's like, no, well, some of that money has to go to Uncle Sam or, or your government tax bureau. And some of it has to go to pay your employees. And some of it has to go to pay for your vendors. See, this is where that don't fuck with the money thing comes into. So a lot of times you don't have money because you don't have a plan around your money. I'm going to get through all this. Okay. Um, so you have to understand those first things. We got to take the emotion out of the money. And we got to understand every dollar needs to have a job, okay? Every dollar, every pound, every euro, whatever your currency is, every unit of money needs to have a job. All right. Once we do that, the other thing you need to do, the first thing you need to do once we get those two big things out of the way is, and this is a big thing, y'all, and and some of you are not going to be happy when I say this, you must treat your business 
like a revenue producing entity because businesses are designed to produce revenue. It is not designed to be your personal clubhouse. It's not designed so that you can heal the world. You're in business to make money. You make money by helping people heal themselves, helping people become beautiful, helping people do this, helping people do that. That's fine. But at the end of the day, your business is designed to bring in money. If it's not, you're running a charity. And guess what successful charities do? Bring in money. So I want to stop this nonsense right now. Some of you are already turning off the dial. That's fine. Don't listen to this message. More money for me. More money for the people who understand this. You are a revenue-seeking entity, which means when we base our decisions being a revenue-producing entity, it means that we're going to have to make some tough choices in our business. It means that we don't buy the hydraulic table because we want to when the regular table services us well. Or we're willing to invest in the hydraulic table because guess what? Our clients need us to do so and it's going to save my body, which means I can do two to three more massages or services a week and that brings in more money. Notice how I came out that decision. I don't buy something because it feeds my vanity. I get it because it's going to make me better as a business owner. It's an investment in my business. It means... You may be pricing yourself out of the market of some customers. I want you, something Denise Dunfield Thomas said, and I I never forget this. She said, it's okay to be too expensive. It really is spapreneur. It really is. I'm talking directly to you. And you know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. Because when I said that, you got that kind of guilty feeling in your stomach. But I should be available to everybody because what I can do can help so many people. And that's fine. It doesn't mean that you can't reserve a few slots for those people with limited incomes. It doesn't mean you can't volunteer at places so that people who would be out of reach to get these services maybe get a taste of them. Or it's perfectly appropriate for you to say, I ain't doing any of that shit. I'm in this to make money. Because money allows me to do all the things I want to do in my life. And that's okay too. You probably have to price yourself out of some people's market, some people's wallets. And guess what? When you do that, and if they come to you complain, ignore them. Because you're doing the right thing. Get your head out of other people's wallets. And remember what Emily King said earlier this year on the podcast, and I thought it was so brilliant. She goes, she went, you're never going to be comfortable raising your prices. So just understand that. Treating your business like a revenue producing entity also means that you cannot put up with nonsense from clients and staff members. When they show up late, that costs you money. When your staff does something stupid and it costs you a client, that costs you money. When a client doesn't show up, oh, that's costing you money. When a client lies about your business online, oh, that's costing you money. You need to start thinking about it in those terms because all of a sudden when you're realizing, wait a minute, by me allowing a client to show up 15 minutes late every week, it's costing me money or they show up late and I still give them the full service, even though it's putting me behind everybody else. That's costing me money because it's costing you your reputation with the other clients. 
Um, we talk about this. There's a great book by Mike McCallowitz. It's one of those essential books I get people to read. It's called The Pumpkin Plan. And he talks about this. He talks about how when you settle for clients who are disrespectful, who are not, who are cheap, who are just, you know, they're not the right fit. It doesn't allow you to really produce and get the nice, juicy, big clients that are your ideal fit that will pay the money and that will be a joy to work with. I'm going to give an example. My husband loves to surprise me. He thinks my love language is gifts. It's not. However, I do enjoy a gift, <laughs> but it's not my love language. Um, so he, he surprised me with gifts. And, and one of the things I love the most is Parks and Recreation. A lot of a lot of you know this, who have watched me over the years, that Parks and Rec is one of my favorite shows. It was one of the few, actually, it was the only show I could watch after my first husband died. And I spent a lot of time in Pawnee, Indiana, and I adore the show. If you've not watched the show, it's, it's definitely worth the binge. It is, is delightful. So I also used to, because I'm a child of the 80s, used to love the things, color forms. You remember those things where you would peel them off and you stick them on the vinyl and you make characters? Well, he reached out to an artist who he loved. And he said, how much would it cost to make a custom color form thing? And she said the price. I don't know what the price is. She said the price. He goes, okay, done. When she was done with it, um, because the custom piece she had never done before, so she had to learn how to do it. So it was probably fairly expensive, uh, you know, in terms of her products. She not only loved the fact that he was willing to pay the price, obviously, but she discovered an entire new art piece that now she's making for other clients. So you see what happens when we open ourselves up, when we actually charge what we're worth, things open up beautifully. And she's actually posted them on, I'll see if I can get a picture of them. Um, she hid the two, she actually made two color forms of me and Evan. It's so cute. So I can like, like look, I'm in the office of Leslie. I don't let him go in the office though. Cause you know, I, it's just me and Leslie in there right now. Sometimes Ron or Ann visits, but yeah, it's me and Leslie only. Anyway, so, um, but that's what I mean. When we open ourselves up to charging what we're worth, it opens up doors. It opens up possibilities. It opens up to better clients that are going to serve you well. Um, so it means you don't put up with nonsense. So I need you to decide that your business is a revenue producing entity. Notice I didn't say profit producing. That's a little bit more complicated, but revenue producing it means that we make revenue. Okay. First and foremost, that's a basic thing for every business. And if you're in business, guess what? You're making revenue. And if you're like, oh, I hate that term. Grow up. You're a business owner. Please, for the love of God, grow the fuck up. All right, number two, please invest in accounting education. Profit first, profit first, profit first, profit first, profit first, profit first. Seriously, if I could ever get a tattoo on my head, it would be every business owner read profit first so that I can stop talking about it because it is the simplest accounting system out there for small businesses. Because what it does is it basically says, hey, the first thing we do when we get money into our business is we take a little bit off the top for the owner. It reminds us that the business works for us. We don't work for the business. That that per revenue producing, the revenue belongs to us first. Then we take this magical thing called owner's pay. And I'm going to get into why that's important in the next step. Then we do taxes because a lot of times businesses get in trouble with tax liens more than anything else because they forget to put aside enough for taxes. And then finally, whatever's left over, that's what we run our business on. That's what we reinvest back in our business. And when you're starting out, you may have to get a little bit less owner's pay than you want, a little less profit. But as you get more successful, it's amazing how those numbers shift. Please, dear God, read the book. Google it. There's a ton of information about Profit First out there. Um, again, Amber Duggar teaches it. She's my favorite Profit First professional. There are Profit First professionals that can help you with this. I had to hire one, obviously, to do that. 
The other thing, and this isn't technically business accounting education, but I want to throw it in. It's a book called Tapping Into Wealth um, by Margaret Lynch. And it is about money blockages because the stories we tell ourselves about money often come from childhood. You probably heard the phrase, oh, money doesn't grow on trees or we can't afford that or, um, you know, debt's fine or whatever it is. There are all these stories that we tell ourselves. Um, Like for a while there, I was telling myself, I can't be more successful than such and such. And that's a lie. Because what does my success matter to such and such? That's their success level. This is my success level. So these are things I had to work on. So it's a great book. It's on Amazon. I highly recommend it. It was another one Amber Duggar suggested. So, but if you've got money blockages, if like that whole idea of like, wait a minute, I have to make money in my business, scare the fuck out of you, you need to retap into wealth. Okay. It's a great book. Um, the other thing you need to do, and this is one of the first things now I have Spotpreneur Mastermind members do, is you need to align the revenue goals of your business. Yes, you should have a revenue goal to your personal money goals. You need to have a household budget. <laughs> Every dollar needs to have a job because you need to know how much you need to bring home to your family. You need to have two things. You need to know, number one, know how much the four walls cost you. What are the four walls? The four walls are those things that you absolutely cannot live without. Food, basic clothing, a roof over our head, electricity, internet. I'm sorry. It is no longer a necessity anymore. Netflix is not. Uh, Netflix is a luxury the internet is not okay because this is how we your cell phone these kind of things the basic four wall things that if like if I don't have these things we cannot survive in this world okay then you want to have how much your dream life costs you the dream life you know it's like oh the the life where I do get private Pilates lessons or I take my kids to Disney World that, that's the life I'm living right now how much does that cost me and so I know how much I need to bring home for my business these are things that matter. You have to align it because if your business goals are not aligned with your personal goals, neither will work and they'll fight against each other and you'll get frustrated and mad. Honestly, I would say 80% of money problems start with that issue right there. So if you've not sat down a while and worked in your household budget, I, I highly suggest it. One app, it is a paid app. It's called YNAB. It stands for you need a budget. It's something that I use. I love it. It makes it really easy for my husband and I to budget and say, okay, we have X amount of dollars to spend on groceries this month. We have X amount of dollars too. And it, and it just helps. Plus there's a great Facebook community surrounding it. I, I love it. I think it's like $80 a year now. Um, it's well worth the investment. Um, the next thing, invest in professional services that matter. So for example, investing in YNAB or investing in a bookkeeper, um, investing in a profit first professional, investing in investing in, you know, this allows you to ignore kind of the, the people who pop up and say, hey, for $37, I can teach you how to do. No. If you know what your your professional revenue goals are and you know what your personal like like money goals are, it allows you to see, okay, what are the steps to get there? So you only invest in the things that get you there. So for example, if you are a relaxation specialist and a special and a price comes up for a Lomi Lomi massage and you're like, ooh, that would be really good for relaxation, then you can invest in it. Whereas if you're a neuromuscular specialist, while Lomi Lomi is great, I don't know if that would necessarily be the right investment. But let's say you invested in like Jen Watson did the cadaver lab activity in Florida. That was really useful for her in um, her neuromuscular because she actually got to see the muscles, you know, without the skin on. And, and that was priceless to her. So that was a good investment. So you need to invest in professional services and professional classes that matter to your actual goals. They need to be aligned to your goals. So you see how that works? Like we can't just go flatty. Oh, okay, I got to take like 24 hours. I'll just do this class. No, stop that. Like, like try to align them to actually what you want to do, what your ideal clients need. Okay. Finally. This whole thing is why the CEO schedule is important. 
it's something that I'm going to be probably talking about for the rest of the year, but the CEO schedule. You must have time outside of the treatment room to work on your business, to do the accounting, to do the marketing, to do the systems and processes building, to do the growth planning, to do the mindset work, to do the client work. You have to have time in your schedule. But if you're worried about making so much money, here's what happens is we sacrifice that CEO time to bring in more clients or to, to do more clients. And what happens is, is that we're running our wheels and we never get ahead. We stay in the same place. It's like we're running in quicksand. We're running on sand dunes, you know, and if you've ever run in not like hard compacted sand, but really like sand, like mud, and you're trying to get through, it's really hard. It's like kind of sludge through a big vat of oatmeal. It doesn't work. So the CEO schedule, you must at minimum have five hours a week for your CEO schedule, for your CEO time, a minimum 30 minutes to plan your week. It's so important. And it's something I teach in Spotpreneur Mastermind. I'm going to be teaching about it more and more because I think it's really important. Again, money's not an evil thing. What is an evil thing is when we don't utilize the money correctly, when we're not utilizing for the things that we want, that we haven't identified goals and aspirations that we want. Too many of you are running your businesses through the, like, like the seat of your pants and you wonder why you're not getting to where you want to be. I'm going to be real honest with y'all spapreneurs. With spapreneur, I've done that a little bit the last like two years. And it's kind of like this whole excuse series actually happened because these are the excuses I have been using. I have been using these excuses. It's really easy for me to sit behind this microphone and point to all of you and go, you need to do this, you need to do this. This was for me because I need to stop the nonsense. I need to stop the excuses. I need to start going, okay, there's more I can do. If you need business coaching, I've invested in business coaching for myself this year and it's one of those things that's helped me learn about all these excuses about myself and get past them. Um, I offer business coaching and I would love for you to join us. So I have two ways of doing that. One is, well, three right now, you can come to Spotpreneur Live. I mentioned that again, that's September 22nd, 23rd and 24th here in Newport News, Virginia. Come and see my staff, come experience de-stress. It is worth your time and money. I promise it will be an amazing experience. If you want more information about that, head over to Spotpreneur.com. If you are like, okay, business coaching matters, I, w- I think we need it. There's two ways to work with me. The first is my Spopreneur Mastermind. It is, is my happy place in the internet where we get together. We have group coaching programs. I've got an education library. You get monthly um, social media captions and images. You get so much support and we dive into the issues that I've been talking about during these excuses and so much more. And unlike the podcast, the podcast, you know, I record these a couple of weeks in advance. My Spopreneur Mastermind members, they get to hear about what's happening at DeStress like right when it happens because it's it's a learning lab, you know, so I highly recommend it. It's my most affordable way of um, getting in touch with me and it will be going up soon. So you might want to lock in the price while you can. The second option is private coaching. I love working privately with clients. A private coaching client ideally is somebody who is either about to expand her business or his business or their business and um, ideally is looking for a long-term investment in coaching. Like like this isn't a couple weeks and I do it sometimes for a couple weeks, but you're going to want to plan about six months of me working intensely with you minimum twice a month um, and the prices vary for that. But you can get all the information about these and set up a call to talk to me to see which one of these um, programs is the right fit for you by going to spotpreneur.com. This is episode 167 of the Spotpreneur Podcast. Head 
over there. There's going to be um, all of the resources mentioned there, as well as you can sign up for my client retention tracker. Again, client retention is the one metric. If you can increase client retention by 5%, you can increase your revenue by 95%. Talk about getting over that money excuse. And you see how all these excuses tied together. So head over there at spotpreneur.com forward slash 167. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes of Spotpreneur, do me a solid um, because I love being able to offer these podcasts for free, but I would love to grow my audience. We are almost at one million downloads and I could use your help. If you would not mind sharing this episode with a wellness professional, a business professional, or another spotpreneur who could use this information, that would help me out so much. The other thing you can do is head over in your favorite podcasting app and rate and review our podcast. You just can hit the five stars, write a review, be honest about it because it helps me improve the podcast and it ensures that I'm giving you the information that you want and need. And finally, another free offer. Join my free Spotpreneur Alliance group. It is an easy to use Facebook group where we talk about the podcast, where I pop in, we offer classes. Um, It's absolutely completely free. Um, But it's a way for you to connect with other like-minded spotpreneurs. Again, I talked about, you know, don't um, crowdsource business information. Well, there's a reason for that because you want to make sure that you're getting the right information. Within the Spotpreneur Alliance group, I can assure you're getting the right information because the information is coming from me. And I don't know if I'm going to brag for a minute. I'm really good at this. It's like my favorite thing. I love telling people what to do and then sending them away. And if you're a Parks and Rec fan, you know exactly who said that quote. Anyway, that's it for the uh, No Excuses series. I would love to know if you have a favorite excuse, head over to Spotpreneur Alliance on Facebook and let me know. And I will see y'all next week. And as always, here is to your personal success. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com. <laughs>